Hi, friends. Welcome to More Room for Joy podcast. This is episode eight, and I am your host, Christine Baker Marriage. I'm so glad to be here. Today, we're going to do something revolutionary. Not going to be talking about goals or resolutions at all. Today, we're going to be talking about five things you can do to make this your best year yet. So stick around. Welcome to the More Room for Joy podcast with your host, Christine Baker Marriage, where she offers strategies to overcome life's hurdles, ways to create a life filled with intentional happiness, and ideas on how to find balance in all of the aspects of your personal, home, and work life. Stay tuned so you too can learn how to design a joyful life. Christina here and welcome back to the More Room for Joy podcast. This is episode eight and today we're going to talk about five things that you can do to make this year amazing, to make it your best year yet. And I'm going to explain why it can be your best year yet. Um, In all transparency, my working title for this uh, was How to Recover from the Disaster of 2020, but I decided that might be a little wordy. So we didn't go with that one. (laughs) Instead, we went with something a little bit more positive and a little bit more upbeat. Um, So I'm doing something revolutionary, crazy even. I am a goal-oriented person, um, but I don't want to talk to you today about goals because I don't think that 2021 is screaming, oh, achieve so much. Um, I think it is all about no goal setting this year. Um, and no lofty resolutions or anything like that. So let me tell you a story of how I got to this point because it's it's a breakthrough for me. I really feel like, whew, it's like a come to Jesus moment. Um, now I'm not saying I won't eventually, you know, uh, shoot for some resolutions or create some goals to achieve, but I'm not doing it at the typical time of New Year's um, like I have in the past. And New Year's for me is almost like a a religious day where I get out all my calendars and I get out my journals and I get out all the pens and I line them up, you know, the whole thing and make a day of it and really, you know, make mind maps and and, uh, different color mind maps for different color, you know, categories and the whole thing. Spreadsheets galore, you know, um, and, and this year I didn't. I can remember being at my local grocery store. um, And for those of you who do not live in Rochester, it was Wegmans. I know you're jealous, (laughs) but it's my favorite grocery store in the whole wide world. Um, Anyways, I regress, sorry. So New Year's Eve, I was in the grocery store getting a couple things for the evening, nothing crazy. Um, Like I think I made soup, you know, that night usually we do this gigantic spread and have everybody over. And of course we didn't have anybody over. It was just the immediate family that lives with me. And, and we had soup like, and maybe chips and dip. And that was it. It was so bizarre and so unlike any other previous, you know, celebrations. Um, and I was really feeling off and I, and I couldn't figure out why. And I didn't know what was going on. And then it occurred to me that I had not yet gotten excited about goals or any, I hadn't thought about any resolutions or anything like that. And, and, um, that really bothered me and it, and it dawned on me on the way home that I 
don't need to, um, in my mind, resolutions are created to change who you are, to better who you are, and, and, and rightfully so, and, and they're not meant to um, degrade us in any way. They're just meant to push us past our comfort zone, right? Um, and, and they're wonderful, and they can be achieved, you know, if we choose to, or we can let them go. January 17th, just as a side note, is um, drop your resolutions day. I thought that was fun. It's a fun little side holiday. Um, but anyways, I, I didn't feel like there was anything um, I needed to change except my happiness. Like, I was, you know, many of us are still struggling just to maintain day-to-day -day life. Um, I mean, we have a new normal, I guess. You know, I put it in air quotes for those of you who are listening. But it's still a day-to-day -day struggle for a lot of us. And so I thought instead of trying to change who we are, um, how about we replenish, you know, um, with all that we've lost this year? We lost a lot of who we were in 2020. Um, between everything that went on and there was a lot that went on in 2020 and even into the beginning of 2021 turns out um, and hopefully we're on you know hopefully we're starting to see um, things settle down a little bit at, at this point in time um, which is you know towards the end of January if you're listening to this January 2021 if you're listening um, to this at a later date, hopefully we're on a track to slow things down, um, things become more peaceful, less crazy, um, in all realms of what we've been experiencing over the last, you know, year and change, right? Um, but I really think that 2021 can be a year of replenishment and rejuvenation and recovery even. Um, whenever you have an injury, right? You need, there's a period of recovery. Um, and 2021 taught us, if nothing else, to live life to its fullest and don't wait for the worst to happen, right? So uh, back to the injury. If you, let's say, break a bone, there's a recovery time. There is um, a time where the injury is assessed from inside the body. Um, forces come and and try to micromanage, you know, disease and healing and all of that. And um, there's actually these white blood cells that get rid of disease, that eliminate all the stuff that you don't need in the recovery process. We need to do the same. We need to weed out all the stuff that we just don't need anymore. Um, and replenish our lives with the good stuff. Replenish our lives that are going to build us back up. And replenish our lives with with things that are going to make us stronger and healthier and happier and more joyful. And, and back to who we were. So that in 2022, we decide to hit the ground running with resolutions. Go for it. But we don't need them this year, I don't think. And maybe not even next year. Maybe not even ever. I think it's a time for healing. I think it's a time for replenishment. 
um, and it's a time to reset who we are and what our lives are. You know, interesting facts, and I'm sure you know this, but when you break a bone, the healing process um, actually strengthens that bone. And the bone, even though it's broken, it's actually stronger after the break. And I think that's what we can do too. Um, and I think it's time that, that we take charge and do that. And I want to give you five, uh, what I call them, recovery options. Okay. Um, these are things that I've done in my own life that have truly changed uh, my mindset um, and the trajectory of where I was. Uh, a lot of times it's really good to take a step back, shake things up, do something different so you can get a perspective. Sometimes when we're on that hamster wheel, it's hard to see a different perspective. Um, but when you jump off that wheel and kind of uh, quiet your mind, quiet your body, quiet your spirit, then it's easier say, you know what, I don't need that wheel anymore, or, you know what, I don't need that relationship anymore, or, you know what, I don't need to be, I don't need to feel responsible for this situation anymore. Um, and so, hopefully these five things will help you. Let's dive right into them. Okay, number one, just as a side note, I have done these before, and, and I really want you to know that they worked for me. I wouldn't be sharing them if they didn't work for me. The other thing I want you to know is that when I did engage in these activities, I became unstoppable. Like I wanted to do more of them. I wanted to engage in them more um, because it did, not to be cliche, it did make more room for joy for me um, because I was filling my time up or my mind space up with things that I didn't really uh, need to be there anymore. So, all right, let's dive right in. Number one, first and foremost, lower your expectations. Okay, last year was crazy. This year might be the same. When you are in a recovery process, when you're trying to replenish your resources, it is so important to lower your expectations. So, you don't need to uh, renovate your home. Okay, you don't need to write the next uh, seven series novel. Uh, book set, um, you can wipe down your counters. I think that's a good place to start. And uh, maybe wipe down your bathroom floor one day. What I'm trying to say is that uh, when you are in a traumatic situation um, where there is injury, where there is a shift in your lifestyle, in your home, in your work, in your day-to-day um, -day living, which is what 2020 did. I don't care who you are. Every single person on this planet was affected by COVID, if nothing else. Okay. Um, and COVID uh, to the majority of humans that are still alive was a traumatic event. Okay. In all of its entirety. Um, so whenever you're in a traumatic event, you need to lower your expectations of yourself. So A, you can feel a little guilty about not getting more done, and B, so you can start from scratch again and remind yourselves what your priorities are. Okay, step two, write a feel-good list. So this was hard for me to do because I couldn't remember what I'd like to do. And it really bothered me in the beginning. But once I started jotting stuff down, it was like a snowball. And it just was like, oh, and I like to do this, and I like to do this, and I like to do this. So what I mean by feel-good list is write down the things that 
you love to do. Write down the things that make you happy. Write down the things that bring you joy. And if that is skiing, write it down. If that is going to the public market, which is one of mine, write it down. If that is um, reading every day on purpose, a smut book if you want to, go for it. If, excuse me, if that is hiking in the snow, have a good time. I'll be by the fire. Um, if that is, you know, just think about whatever it might be. And think of all of your senses, right? Um, think of what do you like to see? What do you like to listen to? What do you like to do with your hands? What do you like to do uh, movement-wise with your body? What do you like to smell? You know, all those kinds of things. Um, write down a list of, of what stimulates your senses and what makes you happy. And then, here's the next part, which is the kicker, do them. Make a, a conscious effort to do them. Whether you schedule, you know, like a me time or schedule a, um, you know, fun with spouse time or family time or whatever, and then you engage in these activities, this will bring you joy. This will allow you to slow down and remember how to play and how to be silly and how to laugh and, and how to just make your um, body, mind, and spirit just sing with gleefulness which is what we want to do. We need to get back to that. And replenishing our happiness, I think, should be a first uh, priority of this year. Okay? So feel good activities and then do them. Number three, purposeful movement and nourishment. Now, this is also a hard one <laughs> for me because I do really like my sweets. Um, big, big, big time. Excuse me, I just took a sip of water there. Um, but when we nourish our bodies and we engage in purposeful movement, we create good functionality in our bodies. And, um, and we function better, both mentally and physically. And, and being good to the foundation of of what drives us and what helps us move and what helps us think um, is never a bad thing. So if you have function, um, if you have a hard time, uh, how, how do I want to say this? If you have a hard time moving, okay, which I know some of my friends do, I totally get that. Stretching is still movement, okay? Um, Walking around your home a couple times, still movement. You know, start off with one walk around the inside perimeter of your home. And then the next day, do two walks. And then maybe take a break. And then the fourth day, take three walks. You know, movement is still possible no matter what state you are in. Okay? It's still possible. It's just moving one more than you did yesterday. So whatever increment you want to insert there, I encourage you to do it. You will feel better. You will be stronger. And you will be happier for it. It'll give you the foundation to uh, make, again, 2021 your best year yet. Okay? Alright, number four, self-study or journaling. This is a big one. Um, only because it's 
probably the most, well, number five might be just as intimate um, of a discovery, but this is, this is a, a thing, this is a, an activity um, where you can get really unique insight into your habits, into your thoughts, um, into connections of things or maybe disconnections. And, and what I really want you to do is try and do this for at least six weeks because then, you know, you've kind of gone through a rhythm of almost a full season. Um, if you can do a full season, that would be even amazing. But, you know, I really want you to work hard on, on doing it for at least six weeks and then look back and see if you can see any patterns, um, any disconnects or any places where there's obvious deprivation. Um, and honestly, it, it should probably pop right up if there is, if you don't already know what it is, you know, and it'll gain really good insight for you. Um, and it's so good to be in tune with yourself anyways, because whenever anything is off, you'll know right away and you can tackle it ahead of time. You can get ahead of the issue versus it, uh, snapping you right in the butt and we don't want that okay all right number five take yourself on a retreat now this is could look like anything um any anything that's comfortable for you um that you have time and money for okay it could be a couple hours or it could be a couple days now i know with uh the current pandemic that we're in it's difficult to actually attend an in-person retreat, but there's tons of virtual retreats out there. Um, and I'm actually hosting one at the end of the month, um, January 31st, but we'll get into that in a minute. But what I mean by retreat is purposely remove yourself from all of your stimulus. So no phones, no uh, extra devices, no people, uh, no responsibilities. Just take time to nurture yourself, um, to, to really connect with yourself. Maybe you could, um, start off with a question or two, if you're just going to do an hour or two, um, and reflect on those questions and journal about them. Or you could actually attend like a full day one where you're doing mindfulness exercises and you're doing meditation or you're doing yoga. The point is, is to slow yourself down and to reconnect and in slowing yourself down, it allows your body, mind, and spirit to reconnect themselves to each other and to give you the best optimal chance of moving forward, um, guns blazing, and so you can be the best you. Uh, and that insight that you get from being quiet like that and from answering those tough questions that you may invite to answer uh, it's um, extraordinarily, it's an extraordinarily wonderful opportunity for growth um, in all aspects of your life. So I definitely encourage you to try that um, in whatever capacity you feel is, is appropriate for you. Now that being said, I, shameless plug, this really was, it's actually, I wrote this article, or I wrote this podcast before I decided to, um, to design my own retreat. I've been wanting to do my own retreat for years now. And, um, 
ironically, my when I was growing up, my mom and dad would host retreats or we would go on retreats as a family. And then as a, as a teenager, I'd go on retreats and, and it was always so remarkable. I mean, I remember almost every retreat I've been on because it helped me pivot um, into a different direction uh, or gain so much insight that I wasn't recognizing in myself that made my life from that moment on that much better. Um, and so I, I desperately wanted to design my own retreats and, and host them. And uh, this year it's happening. And the best, or, or I don't know if it's the best way to celebrate, um, but it's really special to me because we're having it on the 31st of this month, of January of 2021. And it happens to be the anniversary of my mom's death. And so I really hope I'm honoring her in, uh, in a way that, um, that makes her proud because she was so instrumental in introducing the value of retreats um, in my life. And I hope I make her proud. I really do. I'm really excited about how it all fell on to that day. And um, it's also, also my godson's birthday. So happy birthday, Patrick. So, um, but it's just a very special day and I'm really, really excited about it. And then the name of the retreat is called Reset and, and it's about how we can reset our body, mind, and spirit, um, in a way that can propel us into 2021 and making it our best year yet. So we're going to talk about, um, some of these recovery options that I just shared with you and then so much more. Um, because I think it's just so important to take the time to recognize what we've been through, recognize how far we've come, and then replenish with resources so that we can move forward. Because um, I think it's time, and I think we're all ready and capable of moving forward, moving past this uh, crazy, crazy pause in our life. Um, and, and I want to help you get there. So if you're interested in checking that out, um, it's on my website. Feel free to check it out and register. You can register through the 29th, I believe. Um, and so I look forward to having you there. Um, and with that, I am going to say again how wonderful it was to reconnect with you during this podcast. Um, and next week, we're going to talk about maintaining connections during COVID or during these unprecedented times. Um, we've been maintaining them for a while now, um, but also we've lost touch with some, some people and I think, I think it's okay to reconnect. And I have some interesting, really cool ways to do that. I also have some uh, interesting information about why it's so important. So I can't wait to share that with you. Um, again, so great to see you and talk with you today. And I really look forward to next time. Please check me out on moreroomforjoy.com. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to touch base with me there. You can also touch base with me on any social media. I'm on every single one. More Room for Joy. All right, because that's what I want to help you create. All right, I hope you have a beautiful day. And uh, hey, see you soon. Take care, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.